Hey everybody, welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dobius, and strap in, we have a lot to talk about. This episode is the Week 3 Injury Update. A lot of news that just broke out in the uh, the second half of the week. A lot of things that I did not talk about in the preview episode. There are some things that I that I mentioned. Um, so if you if you haven't listened to the preview episode, make sure to go check that out because I've talked about uh, some of these injuries. But here's a update to all of these injuries as well as some new injury updates. So yeah, uh, just get ready because there is a lot more players than expected or uh, than than we usually see here. So. I'm going to do what I do every single episode. I'm going to start with out, then I'm going to go questionable, then I, I'm going to go to probable slash will play. Um, this full list is going to be on our website as well. If you want to see uh, it in written format, make sure to check that out at www.barelyathletic.com. Also follow us on social media, TikTok and YouTube is at Barely Athletic. Instagram is at Barely underscore athletic check that out because i talk about some players in there anyway let's jump into it now let's start with the out category we only got two wide receivers in here uh starting off with deontay johnson this is a news that broke out uh really on on friday i want to say so it's kind of a surprise here deontay johnson he is going to be out this week with a knee injury this is going to open up opportunities for chase claypool and juju smith schuster for the sunday's matchup against the cincinnati bengals I think both Juju and Chase Claypool should be very good flex starts. I know that uh, Brendan, the producer, was was kind of deciding on Robbie Anderson or Chase Claypool uh, for the right before the Thursday night game, and man, he made a very good decision because Chase Claypool has higher upside uh, than ever before. So, uh, Big Ben, uh, I should mention here. I don't have him on this list, so I think now is a good time to mention he's going to play. Uh, whether he's hurt or not, he's going to play. So Chase Claypool has a lot of value here. Moving on to Jarvis Landry for the Cleveland Browns. I talked about him earlier in the preview episode. He was placed on the IR with a knee injury, uh, and it's looking like Odell Beckham, who I will mention later in this list, will be the starting wide receiver, the wide receiver one for Sunday's game against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Odell Beckham's obviously a good start. For this week, and if you want to take risks, I Anthony Schwartz. Uh, if if you really want to get risky, Anthony Schwartz could be uh, could have a breakout game. So, yeah, it's uh kind of sucks. Two of those players are out, but we uh, we keep moving. Let's head into the questionable category. One quarterback uh, in the questionable category. It is Carson Wentz. He's going to be a game time decision this week against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I I wouldn't start Carson Wentz anyway. Uh, he really hasn't been too impressive this season. And when it comes to other Colts players, it's really only Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman that I would recommend starting. I actually just have uh, breaking news here. Ian Rappaport just reported that Carson Wentz is expected to start in week three against the Titans. So there you go. It doesn't really change my advice because you're still only starting Taylor and, and, and Pittman as a low-end flex. But maybe that moves Pittman from a low-end flex to just a flex player. Uh, but yeah, it, it really doesn't affect fantasy too much. Uh, let's head into the running backs. The questionable running backs, Josh Jacobs. He's actually listed as doubtful for this week, which is not a good sign. He did not practice at all. I do not expect him to play Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. 
Kenyon Drake is going to be a good flex player uh, if Josh Jacobs is out, which honestly, he, he's the I would be very surprised if Josh Jacobs plays this week. Uh, so I really like Kenyon Drake. I like him way more than Peyton Barber just because Drake has the receiving ability uh, just as much as his rushing. Kind of think of it as like, uh, like let's say Jonathan Taylor for the Colts is out. Would you rather start Marlon Mack or Naeem Hines? You would obviously want to go Naeem Hines. This, it's a very, that's kind of just a, a comparison that, that popped up in my head. It's the receiving back just has a lot more value than the RB2 uh, on the team. So if you really want to start Peyton Barber, uh, I'm not going to blame you, but he, he doesn't do anything for me. So Kenyon Drake at least has some upside, especially in PPR leagues. Daryl Henderson for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, he's going to be a game-time decision. He's got that rib injury. He's playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to tell you the same thing that I said earlier this week in the preview episode. doesn't matter if Henderson plays or not. I'm not playing any Rams running back this week against this defense. I'm not playing Michelle. I'm not playing Henderson. There's no chance you're going to get me to play a Rams running back against this Buccaneers defense that held Elliott to only 30 yards. No shot. That ain't happening. Bench Daryl Henderson this week, no matter what. Quick and easy. Moving on to Miles Sanders, the running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. He popped up in the injury report uh, with a chest injury. It kind of came out of the blue. Uh, it, it, there hasn't been too much concern about this injury uh, from the research that I've, I've done. Uh, he also has that extra day to recover as they play Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. I expect Sanders to play, uh, but it really I really recommend picking up, uh, if you do have Sanders, trying to get Kenny Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell. Um, I think that he, if Miles Sanders is out, or even if Miles Sanders does play, uh, it, it's really uh, Kenneth Gainwell should be involved in this offense. So um, if Sanders is declared out, Gainwell, instant starter. If Miles Sanders does play, you start Sanders and you just have Gainwell on your bench. Moving on to the, I'm just going to say the 49ers run game, because uh, this is just a mess. Obviously, Hasty is out, so it comes down to Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon, the sixth round rookie and the third round rookie. Elijah Mitchell is doubtful this week with a shoulder injury. Trey Sermon, on the other hand, just passed concussion protocol and he's looking like he is going to play. The 49ers play Sunday night. Uh, and we, it might end up having to, we, we, we're probably gonna have to wait until Sunday night to see who is going to be available. Uh, like if Elijah Mitchell is going to play. So I think it's best to sit both the players this week. Uh, I, I really don't like any San Francisco running back, uh, after Mostert got hurt just because it, it's just a headache. It's too confusing. If you really want to risk it, it's, you can play Trey Sermon, but obviously he didn't look impressive last game. And uh, who knows what's going to happen this week? I mean, they could the the practice squad guy that they're they're bringing up. He could be the lead back for all I know. Like it, it would not surprise me in the slightest if that's what happened because that's what the Forty ers do. They like to screw with your fantasy team. Uh, moving on to Antonio Brown. This this was a uh, kind of confusing to me because I was he was flip flopping between the out and the questionable. A category for me because he has COVID. He tested positive earlier in the week and he's technically not ruled out just yet, but he needs to test uh, negative two times and the tests need to be 24 hours apart. So he had 
uh, Friday, which is the time of the recording. He has to take a test, which I don't know the news of, and he has to test positive Saturday uh, and uh, obviously Sunday as well. So the likelihood of this happening uh, in a week or, or even less after testing positive is very, very rare. Uh, I think it's best for fantasy owners to prepare for him to be out. Uh, and there are no other players that I want to start for the Buccaneers that you aren't starting already because you're obviously starting Godwin, Evans, Gronk. I think with Antonio Brown, they just get a slight boost. So not I'm not doing anything fancy with Scotty Miller or anything like that. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, this is kind of a big news here for the Arizona Cardinals. He has missed three practices this week, and he's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, luckily, the decision's going to be, be made uh, pretty early. You should know before any of the games start because it's an early Sunday game, so 90 minutes uh, before game time, you will know. He's an obvious start if he does play, but if he doesn't, I think that Rondell Moore, who you should be starting anyway, could have a really, really good performance this week. I project even top 10 upside. Uh, if Hopkins is out, it's really only Rondell Moore uh, that I feel comfortable starting. Um, no Christian Kirk, none of that. No AJ Green. Moving on to T. Higgins, the wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. T. Higgins has missed multiple practices with a shoulder injury, and he is doubtful this week. Not questionable. He is doubtful. Uh, he already has a tough matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would not trust an injured T. Higgins, even if T. Higgins does play. Uh, unfortunately, you need to find a replacement for him this week in your starting lineup. Jamar Chase should be really good. Tyler Boyd should be solid. Uh, no other replacement receivers that I'm interested in, but I don't want to risk it this week with T. Higgins, even if he does play, because he's going to be playing limited and he can re-aggravate that, uh, that shoulder injury. So, uh, Moving on to the final questionable player, that is Kenny Galladay, the wide receiver for the New York Giants. Galladay, he was limited all week in practice with a hip injury, the same hip injury that held him out for the 2020 season. Uh, he does have a favorable matchup against the Atlanta Falcons, but um, yeah, I, I would not put him any higher than a, a flex this week. Really, if if that, I would not put him higher than a flex. Um, Sterling Shepard, on the other hand, I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. Uh, I, I think you're not going to find a better flex than Sterling Shepard, but Galladay, to me, after the last two weeks, he's the clear wide receiver two on this team. So, yeah, I, I, I just don't have confidence in Kenny Galladay yet. Uh, I haven't seen his upside like we've seen in the past. Moving on to the probable slash will play the final category in this episode. Let's start out with Delvin Cook. So Delvin Cook's been dealing with an ankle injury since last Sunday when he played the Cardinals. Head coach Mike Zimmer stated that Cook will play with the full workload this week against the Seattle Seahawks because they need to get a win. That is a quote, need to get a win from Mike Zimmer. I've been following this one closely as I'm a Vikings fan. Cook will play. Um, although I, I should mention, even though Cook is expected to play, it's not a bad idea for Delvin Cook owners to pick up Alexander Madison just to be safe. Uh, it is a 3 o'clock game. You should have a backup plan uh, prepared you just prepare for the worst because it's not technically confirmed, but he is expected to play uh, just in case if there's any setbacks, pick up Madison uh, if you can. I know he's a, a higher value handcuff and he's owned and he's one of the uh, he's a handcuff that's owned in a lot of leagues. So hopefully he's available for you. But 
If not, I, I, I would lean more towards Cook playing than not. I would say 80, 90% chance that Cook will play. Uh, I'm just nervous about any setbacks. <clears throat> Moving on to the next running back, we got Damian Harris for the New England Patriots. He's been dealing with a finger injury that's causing him to be limited in practice. Uh, I've not seen any doubt so far about Harris's availability for Sunday's game against the Saints. Uh, he's going to start unless there's any setbacks before the game. He should be a fine, um, yeah, fine RB two against a pretty good uh, defense in the New Orleans Saints. They have a pretty good rushing defense this season, or at least they've they've had uh, a good two weeks. So Damon Harris, I mean, it's a finger injury. Uh, it's it's not going to be. Uh, it, 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 I don't think it's going to keep him out at all. I think he's going to have a full workload and all that, so you don't need to worry about that. DeAndre Swift, the next running back for the Detroit Lions. He has been limited this week with a groin injury. He's technically questionable for week three, but he's been limited every week so far with the same injury. He always seems to play. There hasn't been any setbacks that I know of, so I'm very confident that DeAndre Swift will play. He should be a solid RB, too. And uh, in a, you could maybe play Jamal Williams as well. I would play Williams as a flex. Those two have been uh, very good for fantasy this season. All right, Antonio Gibson. We're still on running backs here. Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team. A lot of big names this week. Ron Rivera, head coach for Washington, said that Gibson is good to go for week three. Uh, so you don't really need to worry. There's not any concern here. Gibson's going to be a fine RB1. He's got a tough matchup against Buffalo Bills, so he's not going to have a top three finish. Or he's not, I don't expect him to. Uh, but he could be a lower-end RB1 this week. Saquon Barkley. For the New York Giants, I am so happy here because this might be the last time that I need to put him on this season. I'm hoping because he was officially taken off the final injury report for the New York Giants. He should be a full go this week against the Atlanta Falcons. I expect Barkley to have his best game yet as he faces a very easy matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. He is He's off the injury report. I expected him to to be questionable for the first six, seven weeks. He was taken off the injury report. He's a full go. I mean, he played like 80% of the snaps last game against Washington. And, you know, he, he didn't do bad, but it's the Washington defense. Now he has a very, very easy matchup in the Atlanta Falcons. So very excited for Barkley. Uh, he should at least get double-digit points. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm very high on him this week and I think he has a lot of potential now. Amari Cooper, we're heading into wide receivers here. Amari Cooper for the Dallas Cowboys. He said that he is good to go for Monday night. That is his quote. He said, I'm good to go for Monday night. This is a very good sign. It means that he should be available, uh, for this week's matchup. Cooper, I I think he's going to be a wide receiver too this week. He's going to be limited due to his, uh, bruised ribs, but he still has that upside to where you you need to play him. You should not keep him on your bench. Uh, CD Lamb, I think, is going to be the main target this game. And uh, CD Lamb should have a, I, I wouldn't say a field day against the Philadelphia Eagles, but he should have a, a very solid performance. Odell Beckham Jr., guy that I talked about earlier for the Cleveland Browns, uh, he is going to play. Head coach Kevin Stefanski said that he will play this week against the Chicago Bears. How involved is he going to be? I don't know. Uh, but I think that I think that he he has that opportunity to just fit right back into that wide receiver one role on this team. 
it's a team that doesn't throw the ball too much. So they're, it's not like they're asking a lot out of Odell Beckham this game. Uh, so I have him as a flex this week because he has the opportunity of finishing even higher than that. All right, he's still with me. We got two more here. Darnell Mooney, Chicago Bears. He was limited all week in practice, but he is expected to play. I really like Mooney this week uh, just because Justin Fields as the starting quarterback. If you've listened to uh, any podcast in the last week, I don't think I've shut up about Darnell Mooney. I love the amount of looks and targets that he got when Justin Fields uh, was was playing. And I think he has that upside that, that he really has that breakout potential this week. Um, it, again, it's a, it's a tough matchup, but with all the corners, you know, with, with the, with Allen Robinson being the one Mooney should, uh, should have some, some decent matchups here. So I, I really like Mooney this week. I really like the fields Mooney connection. I think that's going to be uh, amazing. I, I think it's only a matter of time before Mooney becomes a, just a, a all-star flex player. Like you put him in flex and he's going to score more than projected almost every week. So I, I that's what I see out of Mooney this season. Uh, moving on to the final player here, Marquise Brown for the Baltimore Ravens. He is, uh, he was dealing with an ankle injury earlier this week. He did return to practice on Friday. It was a limited practice, but this is a very good sign uh, as Friday returns usually mean that they're going to play. I expect Marquise Brown to play this week, and I think he's going to have a very solid performance against the Detroit Lions. You can start him. That is crazy to say. Uh, it, it, I think it's been almost a year uh, since I've said start Marquise Brown in your starting lineup. So he should be a solid flex. It's the Detroit Lions. Like Anybody and everybody can have a great fantasy week against the Detroit Lions. So he's a, he's a start for me. And that is it. That is it. There's a lot of players. Again, check out our website, barelyathletic.com, to see this full list if I was talking too fast or if you just want to uh, to, to go over it again. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate all the support. Hopefully, you have a very good week three. Hopefully, I can help you out a little bit uh, on, on your lineups there. So thank you once again, and we'll see you next time.